The recently published special commemorative edition of the Sporting News has top 10 baseball lists that range from the greatest home runs of all time to the game's greatest villains. The list that caught my eye, however, was for the top 10 nicknames because the colorful nickname has become a lost art in baseball. It should come as no surprise that Mr. Cub, Ernie Banks, made the nicknames list, though Chicago fans may want to quibble with his number six ranking behind Mr. October, Reggie Jackson at number four, and Charlie Hustle, Pete Rose at number three. They'll also find two White Sox players ahead of Banks on the list. Old Aches and Pains, the hypochondriac Luke Appling, came in at number five, while Shoeless Joe Jackson finished in second place. The top nickname in the Sporting News list was first coined by former St. Louis Post-Dispatch sports editor Bob Bregg. When Stan Musial hit five home runs in a doubleheader at Brooklyn's Ebbets Field, Bragg, now enshrined in the writer's wing of the Baseball Hall of Fame, noticed that every time Musial came to bat, Dodger fans would moan, here comes that man again. In his call on the next day, Bragg called Musial Stan the Man. Musial has been Stan the Man ever since. There's no list in the sporting news for teams with the best nickname, but it's hard to top the St. Louis Cardinals Gas House Gang, a gritty and colorful cast of characters named after a New York cartoon of disreputable-looking ballplayers passing by gas tanks as they make their way from the wrong side of the tracks to the ballpark. The 1934 Gas House Gang had so many players with nicknames that the oddball in the clubhouse would have been a player without a nickname. Led by player manager Frankie Frisch, known as the Fordham Flash from his baseball days in college, the 1934 Cardinals had the wacky Dizzy Dean and his brother Daffy on a pitching staff that also featured Wild Bill Hallahan, Pops Haynes, and Tex Carlton. They also added the fun-loving Dazzy Vance, who, after a few pregame beverages, became so dizzy watching a runner around the bases that he fell off the pitching mound. Besides Frisch at second base, the starting lineup for the 1934 Cardinals had Ripper Collins at first base, Leo the Lip DeRocher at shortstop, Pepper Martin at third, and Spud Davis catching. The best nickname, however, belonged to Ducky Medwick, who seemed to waddle when he ran around the bases. While the Gas House Gang Cardinals have a claim for being the most colorful team in baseball history when it comes to nicknames, I'd like to recommend former Cincinnati Reds catcher Ernie Lombardi to the folks who organized the Big Nose Contest at our area's Heron Festa. The Italian-American Lombardi, who played his way into the Baseball Hall of Fame, had such a noticeable nose that he was called the schnoz by opponents and teammates. My wife Anita loves baseball nicknames, especially those of my old buddies from my ball-playing days in Pittsburgh. She's always amused by the way that old men still go by their nicknames and delights in hearing how the likes of Pickles and Pinky, Itchy and Buzzy and Mousy and Mustard Face got their names. She's also a bit disappointed that I didn't have a nickname when I was growing up. I was also Dicky or Richie until my high school baseball coach began calling me Petey, which isn't much of a nickname. I did play center field at a time when big league center fielders had great nicknames like the Duke and the Say Hey Kid, but if I had a choice for myself, I'd have picked the nickname of old-time outfielder Bob Ferguson, who was known as Death to Flying Things. When I asked Anita, who's been putting up with me for the past 50 years, for a nickname, she, without hesitation, said the pain would be a perfect fit because I have a way of getting under people's skin. I was hoping for something like Pete the Man, but I had to admit Pete the Pain does have a nice ring to it. So this is Pete the Pain Peterson for Reading Baseball.